Alright, it's happening. Guys, Matt Palmer gave me the option of skipping the podcast for today because I have to be up early tomorrow. Yeah. He's like, we can just record it tomorrow. And I was like, no, give the people what they want. I mean, it's nice to give them what they want, but you told me you had to be, where'd you go, Altadena at 8 a.m.? Don't tell the people, they'll, the Starkles will stalk me. <laughs> I'm not giving the exact address. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. That's a, basically, that's far away from where we are. Yeah, at and it's very, early. very early in the, in, in the morning. And you're, we, neither of us are morning people. Morning no. Case. No. Who's morning? like less of a morning person I would say you I think I probably am more upset in the mornings but I will do them regularly I feel like there's no conceivable like Matt Steele is going to be up at 8 a.m. every day I think the reason why it's hard for me is because I don't do it regularly yeah if if it became more part of my like regular routine yeah then maybe I'd be better than you. Maybe, but... We're not going to test it out because there's no way my ass is waking up at 6 o'clock in the morning you don't every wanna, single day for the rest of my life. You don't want to start working at, like, a, you know, coffee house? It's like, we open at 5. Oh, my God. I have coworkers <laughs> who also work at the coffee place next door. Horrifying. And, like, they go from, like, working at, from, like, 4 in the morning no. to, like, then, like, at whatever time and then coming right to the restaurant and working no. at, like, you're psychopaths. <laughs> I mean, I guess they, you know, they're making money. Good for them. That's beautiful. Yeah. But that's not my journey. And I don't <laughs> imagine it's your journey. It's not my no, journey. No, 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 no. My journey is waking up at 10. <laughs> Hi, everybody. And welcome back to the Two Game Mats podcast. It's Matt Palmer. And it's Matt Steele. We're back again. We back are. in your ears. Another podcast. Another week. Mm-hmm. Matt Steele, how are you? I'm good. It's been a very busy week. Yeah. Working a lot at the restaurant. Yes. Covering like extra days for them. Shit. Because I will not be working there for two weeks Mm. because um, I am on set for a short film that I booked and then I immediately after that go to New Jersey. Yes. So next week's podcast is going to be... Uh, I, I have to bring I bought a new microphone I was gonna say to plug into my computer so I'm gonna have to bring the big suitcase to New Jersey I am so ex- put the microphone in there I'm excited for you to first use the new microphone because whenever we've done them apart <laughs> since we've been doing the podcast you haven't sounded perfect no <laughs> not perfect is definitely how I usually sound yes in general but like especially <laughs> when I don't have a microphone right and now you do I yeah. love that you made the investment it wasn't terribly expensive was it wasn't it? at all thank you so that. much for pro- providing me with the link hey it's the least I, I can do and it's research on my own for what to buy all right well I I personally feel you should probably test it before you leave just so we can all be on the same page as to how it works and I don't have to figure out over Zoom with you how it works because that I don't feel like you doing. Know what? If it doesn't work just call Matt Bridges. Oh Lord. We know some gay mats. You can fill in for me in a pinch. Still, it wouldn't. It was going to take you like what 20 minutes to just try it here one yeah, time. Yeah, I guess, but I'm busy. I'm on set. I'm acting my face. I mean, it's you, a dramatic role. I understand that, you but know I, I do the drama well. I've been on sets before, and there's lots of downtime. I'm bring, not gonna bring, bring the it, microphone bring to it. set and my computer and <laughs> being like testing, testing. It's like, in the, sorry, in the do you area. need me on set because <laughs> I'm busy testing for my podcast? Sorry, I have a lot of balls in the air. I, that would be very ridiculous. It'd be iconic. Zoom. It would be kind of iconic. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's what I've been doing the past couple days. Yeah. Waking up early, 
and you know doing the acting thing and yes. I'm excited to like then go to Jersey for a week and do absolutely nothing. And that's Thursday you leave for that Thursday. Thursday I leave oh. at like seven a.m. So it's another early day. Look at you. You love the mornings, Matt. This is a Matt Steele loves morning week. Oh, this is what happens after you become an adult. You just wake up early. That's true. One day you're gonna be one of those people. It's like, oh my god, I slept in. I slept till nine. I will never <laughs> be one of those people. I hate those people. Those people if are you bad. Are listening to this podcast, oh, god, and you're one okay. of those people. Just know, like, uh, there's a fire that burns inside of me that is for you. <laughs> like, <laughs> like people who are, or people who can't adapt their schedule or who, people who get really angry if you don't adapt to their mm, super early schedule. Right. Obviously, like, waking up at nine is not super early time to right. wake up, but, like, people who, like, wake up at, like, 6.30 every day, even when they don't have to, that's just infuriating in general. But then the people who, like... Uh, like don't don't can, can't conceive in their head that like you don't do right. the same exact thing that totally they do. no and that like, that's oh, not, let's hang out at eight in the morning that's it's unacceptable like, no. and honestly you know what I have some people who might be listening might not be listening if you're texting me before 9 a.m. on any day, <laughs> go fuck yourself. Oh, well, like those are the people. Oh, well, see, the thing is, I wake up to a bunch of text messages mm. at like eight in the morning. Right. Well, like I'll like wake up to pee at like six thirty or like seven and like I'll see the text messages and I know I cannot read them. Right. Or because, you'll be up. Because I'll no, not I'll be up mm. because I go back right back to sleep. Oh. I'll have read them and forgotten about them. And so if you tell me something important early in the morning. Right. That I accidentally read at 7 a.m. or yeah. whatever when I wake up to urinate and then go right back to bed <laughs> for a little bit longer, I will have completely missed it. Right. So there have been some moments where that has accidentally <laughs> happened, where important information was sent to me, and I was like, I never got that. And then I saw, oh, no, I did get that. I just didn't. I forgot about it. But the thing is, even if I don't go back to bed, if I wake up to a text message from you, that's not like, oh, I texted you super late at night, but it's like at like 730 in the morning just with some musings, sweetie. No. I will not, not be responding, responding to that. No. I will not be responding to that. It's just like nine. You know, when I work, you know, my times like, you know, I'm not trying to be up before then and certainly not up talking to you. Yeah. Now that like, you work from home, you literally work in bed. I'm telling you. If I could wake up at 8.56, turn on that phone and be like, yeah, I'm on the Zoom. <laughs> Hello, I'm on. And then Hello, like. Hello, I'm on mute. <laughs> and then like one eye is closed. Exactly. Like listening to whatever meeting. It's great. It's really good. I hope to never return back to the office. Um, Well, my week has also been good. I'm trying to think of what I did. Honestly, there's still just a lot of preamble and like excitement building up for going to Puerto Vallarta in a couple weeks. Oh, I forgot you were doing that. I know it's happening. And I'm just like very much looking forward to it. Uh, we went over to Jackson's sisters and her husband's and had a little game night and hung out and we slept over there and then hung out in his parents pool today and so it was a lot of like we're on the east side of LA and you know soaking up the sun saying hi to people it's been been nice you know trying to be social you know I feel like it's and even in a post like I mean kind of post pandemic since you know breakthrough cases are going up up and up um but in a post horrible worst case scenario pandemic yes uh I feel like we're all I I feel like we need to be making the effort to be social because like everyone's default is like well I'll just stay home <laughs> like why would I do anything yeah. and so I'm trying to get back out there start to mix it up and um you know seeing people as much as I can before going to Puerto Vallarta which is again not even gonna be a long trip but I it's just like my North Star at this moment. I'm like, oh, until more, before Port Vallarta, I need to do this, 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 and this. Yes. And so now I'm trying to knock things off the to-do list, knock people off the to-see list, and that's what we're doing. That's good. You love a plan. I, you know I do. You I'm know I do. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Thank I'm proud you. that we both were able to watch 
great episodes of our favorite shows tonight. I hope your episode was good. But Oh, my episode was good. good. My episode of Big Brother was good. I'm telling you, every time I look over and there's so many black people on the screen, I'm like, this is wild. <laughs> <laughs> because if there's one thing of Big Brother in the past, it is a white Show and yeah. not this year, no. And they're and they're all like aligning. Well, there's a like an alliance, they're all in alliance together, except they're kind of leaving one person you out. You told like me they're leaving the a black girl black, out, half Indian girl. And That's they're harsh. like, they're, they very much talk about how like they're protecting her, but like they definitely don't keep her in the loop of like <laughs> what the group is doing. And so I'm That's a little harsh. worried for poor little Hannah. Well, um, but you know, but they're going strong, good for them. And yeah. I, I mean, it's also like. Is it not more entertaining already? Like, is it not just bad? Like, I feel like some people are like, oh, the diversity. Why do we have to do this? Like, why are we just checking on boxes? But I'm like, it's going to make your fucking show better. Well, here's the thing with this season. I oh. am entertained by this season. Uh-oh. However, I think like one too many cast members are a little too self-aware. Not, okay. Maybe not self-aware, but like too likable. Like, there's oh. no villain of the season. I feel like people didn't like that farmer, but they already got him off. But like, see, he's was a harmless human being. Oh. He was just, his HOH reign was a mess and he made one too many alliances and he was just a very, uh, he was just a messy player okay. and everything. But like, I feel like, but now he's gone, I feel like people will be hesitant to, you know, create some drama. Mm. And so I'm, it's like, no, we we want some fights here. Are the people we, too nice? <sighs> A little okay. too, I mean, and you can't complain because people are too nice. I like, mean, you certainly can. It's a television it's show. A television this isn't show. like a kumbaya moment. Exactly. It's a little too kumbaya, but you know, we've had kumbaya early parts of seasons before that have turned that have sort of That's like exploded. The thing. So I'm hoping the kumbaya ends quickly. I feel like it's um, similar to Housewives where. It's like eventually you'll all just have to turn on each other. Yes. <laughs> like if you get the one girl out, you know, one season when she's the target and you get her out next season, you're just going to turn inward. <laughs> and yeah. You're going to find someone else you hate within your group of friends. And so that's what's going to happen yeah. on the show. You just got to wait a couple of like weeks. the first three weeks, like the target that was the original target, like sort of has gone home. Yeah. Like everything sort of went according to plan. I'm waiting for something to not go according to plan. Mm. And honestly, like I'm waiting, even though we love the fact that there's like all like the black people are like aligned together. Can't wait till they start turning on each other. <laughs> like that's gonna be insane. I mean, oh Alexa, I, she's always listening. No, I didn't say her name. Get out of here. This isn't about you. She thinks everything's about her. She's so selfish. No, I, know, I uh, hate her. No, this she's is a about queen. us. She's great at turning the lights off. <laughs> I love that about her. <laughs> yeah, that's our basis for judging people. Honestly, how well they can turn the lights off. That's what I'm looking for from her specifically. <laughs> um, all right, so let's jump into the news for idiots, shall okay. we? Is there a lot? There's, I I have stories in front of me. Okay. If that's helpful. Um, Lil Nas X mm-hmm. put out a video. We've discussed it. People are liking our video on YouTube, even though you don't have a mic that works. <laughs> and no one seems to notice or mind. It's like, this is great. I'm like, great. I know. I'm like, you can't even hear me. <laughs> but people I'm, are loving I'm echoey it. and everything in that video, but whatever. I, my, my facial expressions say it all. They do. So. They really do. And uh, I love that people have been tweeting about tweeting Jack Harlow being like, oh, he should have been in the naked dancing scene. And then he tweeted, Nas wrote the whole treatment for this video and I followed his lead every step of the way. If he had asked me to be in the shower scene, I would have been in that shower scene. I just let the mastermind cook. I'm going to be a part of it. 
Um, <laughs> and to which Lil Nas X responded, wait, I didn't know. Let's shoot it again. Please, Jack Harlow, please. <laughs> to, and also to the LGBTQ plus community, I sincerely apologize. I have failed you. I'm embarrassed. I'm ashamed. And I will learn from my mistakes. He's so good at social media. A plus. It's disgusting. It's just like. Like, it's perfect. He's perfect. I, I want to be his fan. Uh, he honestly, if, if ever he wants to not do music anymore, could just teach a class on being the best internet marketer that we've ever seen. Yes. And the best troll, like a professional troll, A plus. And I, you know, listening to the song, it's growing on me a bit more. I still think it's good and not great, but that video. I think it is maybe not great, but very good. Okay. I would put it in very good. I don't think you give it its flowers. I just feel like the fact that the chorus melody for half of it is the exact same thing as the background (laughs) trumpet melody or whatever. I'm just like, I think that's fun. I think it makes it kind of obnoxious. Yeah, it's fun. I don't like. I don't dislike it, but that video is just... I mean, I, I can't say enough beautiful things I about mean, it. I love spoiler it. Spoiler alert, it was going to be my giving me. Oh, sorry. Whatever, we'll come back to it, guys. We will. We will. We'll, go, well, then I'll have to just change the subject. But we're, I'm just very happy for Lil Nas X. And this next story, I literally, it's one of those things that kind of struck me in the like, oh, my mind has completely like melted into mush during this pandemic because before the pandemic, I heard that they were going to be making a Whitney Houston hologram and I was the first to be like, go fuck yourself. This mm-hmm. is awful. And they were going to debut it on The Voice and Christina Aguilera was going to duet with it. I remember, remember? that. And then yes. it got scrapped or there was some sort of technical difficulty and I was like, for the best. And now they've announced that the Whitney Houston hologram concert is coming to Las Vegas in October. And you know what I thought? I might go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like somehow in a post-pandemic world, that sounds lovely. You know, I feel like you get to a point in old age where you're just like the things that would just infuriate you when you were younger that you cared so much about. Like you realize you're just like, this doesn't mean anything. This would be fun. This is fine. If people want to enjoy this. Let him enjoy it. And maybe I'm people. Maybe you are people. <laughs> maybe I'm people. I mean, logically, I know it's ridiculous. It is preposterous. Why would you want to see a hologram perform? Why would you pay money? I don't know even how much the tickets are. Yeah, to I see would get a, a cheap seat if I were you, but. I should, but I just am like. She'd sound amazing. She'd sound amazing. She'd sound amazing. She'd sound flawless. You wouldn't have to worry about her not showing up on time or like not being performance ready. It's true. And you're honestly like paying to share the experience of a bunch of gays in a room together just loving Whitney Houston. Right. So, you know. Grab the hands of the people who are next to you, make Absolutely. them your new best friends. Because Lord knows you're, knows you're going by yourself. Um, <laughs> I, can, I could convince someone to go. I'm sure someone out there will go. Jackson is so nice and he loves you so much. He will. I go wouldn't make you. him do that. Uh, <laughs> Jackson is listening him. right now, just and being like, just "Oh, like, thank you." Wiping his brow. I would find someone who would enjoy it. I just. I just think it would be fun. And the thing is, I did. I think I I saw Whitney Houston with my mom when we when I was in like. During the My Love Is Your Love tour. I didn't know you saw Whitney live. And I saw her at the Fox Theater in Atlanta, Georgia. And she sang It Was My Love Is Your Love. And she was excellent. Oh, that's my favorite Whitney song. I mean, a great album. I think maybe top to bottom her best album. Okay, Whitney. The thing, because she was, and you know, we love Whitney. Of course, we're just talking about how how amazing she is. For a long time, was a singles artist. The Bodyguard doesn't count as a full album because it's half other people and like, (laughs) you know, sax solos or whatever. Uh, From like, like top to bottom, My Love Is Your Love is just an 
excellent album. Great. I mean, uh, freaking, uh, it's not right, but it's okay. Uh, I mean, that's a classic. My Love Is Your Love, Heartbreak Hotel. If I told you that, the George Michael remix, like, it's great. It's just a great album. And, like, Until You Come Back is a great ballad on there that I used to sing on the phone with a high school friend of mine who I assume is gay now. <laughs> but we wait, said- <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. You used to, like, go on the phone with this homosexual, obviously. We don't know that. Uh, wait, for, how do you not know if he's gay now? Do you not keep in touch? Do you not have Facebook? <laughs> He's It's not clear From his posts Oh So you've like Just sort of not talked anymore well, No we're not like We don't talk that much anymore But like I think we fo- We follow each other We've like talked on Instagram Like DM'd every once in a while It's not clear And I'm not well, gonna t- ask him Text her and, not, and ask Are you a homo Like no We're not close Be like, like that Do you want to go to this Whitney hologram <laughs> concert with me And see what her response is I guess that is the same answer If she's like Yes I would Then be like Okay, well, I mean, hello, gay. And the thing like, is, he loved to sing, and he never was in like the acapella or the chorus or anything. But he sounded great. We would sing on the phone together. It was, those kids were always so weird. The kids who could, oh my god, who you found out could sing, and you were like, "Why aren't you in the school play?" It's crazy. Why aren't you in like choir? Like, why aren't you doing this? When I was a senior in high school, we had like auditions for the acapella group because I was the leader. I was voted on as the leader. Oh, that's and nice. it was a an big acapella deal. group. How cool! It was very cool. Thanks for asking. <laughs> and there was this one kid who was like, "Oh." I just was here because my friend auditioned and like I also guess I, I I'll do something too. opened his throat and it's like you sound like a fucking flute <laughs> like you have the most beautiful tone and vibrato that's so natural and come and it's like you are in the group I gave him a full song solo I was like no one's auditioning <laughs> this song is for Richard fucking Trent he could sing his Face off. I listened back to like our recording that we have of uh, when I had the Emancipation of Men's Acapella, the acapella group CD that I <laughs> recorded and put out under that name. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I just listened to his performance. He, we did In the Silver Night and he sounds like a just a fucking he would have won American Idol. I'm like, why, I, why can I not find recordings of you singing right now? And flute was the instrument oh, you would compare. The him thing to. is. I'll play it. To, I'll play you his voice. You'll be like, I see what you mean. Oh, wow. He's so it has this sort of like, uh, like high, but like a nice woodiness. It is like an it. airy, and like, easy and it <laughs> is easy and vibrato. The vibrato just flutters. It is like, you, it's just like, you know, I hated to say it at the time and I hate to say it now, but it's like, bitch, you could sing me out of the fucking table. Oh, girl, Richard He's Trent, great. get over here. We he will have a versus. Vocalist. We'll have a, a versus between you and him. I mean, I mean, the, the material, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't heard, but vocally, he's got it. A oh, voice. Like, mm. I don't know how we got here. But to find her. <laughs> but I is, was, is he gay too? Not gay. Okay. Not gay. He was never even a possibility. But, but he sounds like a flute. Oh, he sounds like a flute. <laughs> Does his wife know about his flute? I, I, again, have not followed up with him. I think we're friends on Facebook. I think he's also more under the radar, but not gay. Okay. <laughs> yes. Wow. I don't know how we went from Whitney <laughs> hologram to this, but you know what? You know what? I went with it. You got to. All right. Next story. <laughs> um, there's not even much to say about this, except I think it's awesome. Michaela Cole is going to be in Black Panther 2. Oh, is she? Yeah, she got cast. I don't know as what, but it's like, yes, movie star. Like, I mean, what a huge, obviously, Emmy nominee. Great show that she wrote and directed in I May Destroy You. I just am happy to see her star rise and rise and rise because she is so talented, so amazing. I want to see her everywhere. And in the Marvelverse, too. Hello. Cha-ching. Cha-ching. How are they going to do the whole Chadwick Boseman of it I think a different character is going to assume the Black Panther title because that's what happens in the comic books. Like, sure. Have had auditions for that yet? Get on it. You're saying for me? Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, I think someone who's already in the universe, like I, I feel like in the comic book, Shuri uh, has been Black Panther. So like the very smart little sister. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So she she was be. fun. She, she was, was like great. My, she was like my favorite part of the movie. But I so. think, unfortunately, the actress has posted things that are oh. um, like hotepi. I don't know if they were homophobic or anti-vax or something, but oh. she like posted. I think she had to delete all of her social media because oh. she... Was on the wrong side of history. Okay, but well, you know, character was amazing. Character was amazing. Yes, I was very into Sherry in the movie. So we'll see what happens. I'd love. To see, I can't wait to see what Michaela Cole does. She is an icon. Maybe Michaela Cole will be her like fifteen years later. We'll, we're fast forwarding fifteen hey. years, and she's the new Black Panther. I would love that. Whatever, right. honestly, whatever they want to do with Michaela Cole, I am on board. Put her in the Big Brother house. She'll <laughs> do really like. She'll join the alliance and and backstab everyone. I think she's a little above. Big brother. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I don't think they have the money for that. Um, But speaking of shows that people like Caitlyn Jenner would go on, The Surreal Life has been revived by VH1. Are you fucking kidding me? And for season seven, guess who's in the cast? Oh, I can't even imagine who's in the... Are they really reviving this? Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) I know. I know. Let's see. Hit me with them. Um... uh, Oh my! Oh, Dennis Rodman. Okay. Rapper August Alsina. Okay. Adult film star Stormy Daniels. Okay. Reality TV star Tamar Braxton. Okay. Rude to call that. That's how they're referring to her. She's a singer as well. She can also sing her face off. And also Celebrity Big Brother winner. That's well. That's reality TV star. <laughs> oh, okay. Frankie Muniz. Oh, Frankie Muniz. Yes, he's gonna be there. Kim Coles from Living Single. Wrestler CJ Perry, who I don't know, and YouTuber Manny Mua. And Whitney Houston's hologram. No, if only. Honestly, I'd watch that too. (laughs) (laughs) That would be amazing if there was just a Whitney Houston hologram just in the house. Would love. Just arguing with people. Why bring this back? I mean, I guess it's now time that like we're all like millennials are old enough to just want the nostalgia train of everything. We grew up in like the early aughts. But like to me, I guess the 90s in my head are so much cooler than the early aughts were. And the thing is, the surreal life was very much like late early aughts. Like I I feel like that sort of pendulum hasn't swung back. I don't think we're ready for it. I feel like we're we're. We're reliving the early, early aughts. Yes. Not because the surreal life started in like what, 2005? Oh, did it? I, I want to say it was like around there, like five, six, seven. I don't, I certainly, it certainly hasn't been gone long enough for me to miss it. Yes. You I know? agree with that. I think it's, it's a too little soon. soon. It's premature. Yeah. Mm. Well, oh, well, hope Frankie Muniz does well. Yeah. Do you win that show? No, I think you're it's just all there. Just, it's like it's, real world, but so real because you're all kind of famous or were at one point. Yeah. Okay. I think so. Okay. Um, so Brittany, mm-hmm. <laughs> Brittany's, there are a few things. Okay. When Brittany first posted topless, I was like, you know what? You better work. Like do whatever you want. There were some people saying this wasn't a good look because of the whole conservatorship of it all. But I was like, you know what? She looks great. Then she posted the second topless one in which she had like stars covering the stars, her nipples. The stars were there. Yes. And then I was like, huh? And I just, I again want her to be able to express and definitely would not want to tamp down female sexuality. Of course, free the nipple. But this did make me a little bit more worried than the first, like, oh, I'm covering my boobs post it. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't really have much to say about it except Brittany's showing her boobs on Instagram and she looks great and she's a sexual being and a mom and she should be allowed to do that. But people are going, I worry that. The conservatorship is going to try to use it against her. Of course they are. You know. Yeah. So that's so even though I obviously she should be able to do with like whatever she wants as far as that goes. I I worry that right. 
they could use it against her, like you said, and it, it wouldn't go in the way that we want. I would, I, I'm about. sure Matthew Rosengart is going to be able to turn it back around on him. He's a very smart man. Yes. You know, a feminist, supposedly. So he'll be able to say, if they try to turn it around, you know, fuck you. She can do what she wants. She can do what she wants. <laughs> you know, in a She's more a free woman. lawyerly way. A free woman. Yes. Where's that Chromatica remix album? A girl, I don't know. Because Rina Sawayama is supposed to be on that song. And we need it. I don't know. I saw know. I saw like a video Gaga posted of like people rehearsing the dance to Free Woman, and I oh, was like, oh, "Was this like going to be a new single or something?" I, I mean, I, I assumed the ships had sailed on the singles off Chromatica, right? How many singles were there? there were three. There was uh, um, "Stupid Love," "Stupid Love," "Rain, Rain on, on Me," "Nine One One." Was "Nine One One" a single? It had a video. It had a video. It had a video. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I I feel like let's just put out either unless you're putting out Babylon. I think the Babylon remix that's on the remix album should be the lead single of the remix album. That's okay. what I think. Like, I don't think we need anything else from the original. It's been too long, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but also on Instagram, Jamie Lynn Spears, I guess, posted a picture of herself in red and uh, with the caption, may the peace of the Lord be with you and your spirit. Peace sign, heart sign. Okay. Brittany, then. Are they Catholic? Uh, I don't think they're Catholic. They're very Christian, but I think they're probably like Baptist or something. Because that's like the Catholic, uh, what's it called? Missile, I think it's called. Oh. Where it's like, uh, like uh, Lord, be, may the Lord be well, with you. And I, also I, with you. Well, we used to say and also with you, oh. but then in like the early aughts or like 2005-ish or whatever, yeah. they, it Around was, the time it's it real was life. Cha- it was, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was changed to and with your spirit. Oh. So there was a long period of time where like you went to church and half the people would still say, and also with you and like only like a couple of the people who were like with it would be like, no, and and with your spirit and with your spirit. It was very confusing. Well, Brittany in response posts her own Instagram with the caption, may the Lord wrap your mean ass up and joy today. (laughs) (laughs) So I feel like the, is she talking about Jamie Lynn stuff is Becoming clearer and clearer that okay. the answer is yes. Um, P.S. Red. P.S.S.S. This is Bad Guy Part 2. Same song, new dance. If you don't like it, don't watch it. What? Maybe Jamie Lynn doesn't like her dancing, doesn't like Britney's dancing on Instagram. Because okay. obviously the beginning of that caption is for Jamie Lynn. Jamie yeah. Lynn, of course, then went back and changed her caption just to the peace sign in the heart. So... Okay, I love P.S. Red. P.S. Red. P.S. Red. Uh, it just, so this is a very much like siblings fighting on social media. Yeah. Like how like when me and my brother just like argue on social media and people are probably like, what the hell are they talking about? Right, but your brother didn't try to steal all of your money Not while you yet. were a conservatee. I mean, we haven't seen the future, but yeah. I don't. Michael Steele's ready and raring to go. I don't predict that for you both. So yeah, they're definitely, the girls are fighting. But Team Britney forever. Um... The Cleveland Indians, I guess, was a baseball team, and they have finally changed their name to the Cleveland Guardians. Guardians. Love it. Because that is something uh, with their town. I think there yes. are these, like, statues. Um, the name is a reference of the city's Guardians of Traffic Art Deco Bridge statues. Sick. Great. I love a guardian. I love a guardian. And I just loved the people like complaining about this online. They're just like, oh, this is a stupid, the stupidest name. Someone tweeted, this is the stupidest name mm. for for a sports team or whatever. And it's like, well, no, that goes to my high school mascot. We were the Nottingham North Stars. Oh. Um, <laughs> like that's like the least intimidating mascot ever. But I also saw someone retweeted and it was just like, dude, there's literally like two baseball teams named for socks. So... <laughs> 
<laughs> I think That's the Guardians is fine. That's a good point. There are two, the white and the red socks. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's fine. And it's just like, it's time to... It's, it's time. It's time. It's, yeah. it's been time, so I'm glad we're making the change. And I feel like Phoebe Bridgers really just opened all of our eyes up to the Eric Clapton when she said very bravely and very wisely, we hate tears in heaven, mm-hmm. but we're sad that his baby died. Because ever since then, I feel like every Eric Clapton headline I have read has been like, oh, Eric Clapton's a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Which I didn't realize. Mm. And apparently Eric Clapton has now said he would cancel any shows if the venue requires attendees prove that they are vaxxed. And it's like, you know, what would be such a fucking hot spot for unvaccinated people is a concert. Yes. Where you're right next to each other and singing along. And like, do you not care about that? You Especially how- an Eric Clapton Honestly, because how old are those people? I mean, come on. That is literally, you don't want your main demographic not to be around anymore, Eric. Yes, so let's you think- want them to go to another concert. Truly. So I just, I just don't understand the sentiment, the idea behind like, is it just political theater? Is this all like, I just don't believe, like they're just trying to get into our minds and our brains and they want you to force yourself to get a vaccine. You see those people that are dying or like close to death of COVID mm-hmm. in the hospital, in the bed saying like, I would rather this happen than like have gotten the vaccine. Oh my God. Did you see that video of that guy? Insane. And he's just like, I'm not, he's like, oh, I've been in the hospital for so long and now I'm getting out. And I'm not getting vaccinated afterwards. It's just like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What's wrong? Like, what is going... Like, how brainwashed are you? And you just see that... You see, like, the numbers of the people in hospitals and everything. And and you're like, oh, my God, that's horrible. And then you see that 99 point... Like, 9% right. of those hospitalizations are unvaccinated of, people. Because it's, it's like, like, of course it is. Like, and it's... Uh, it's just crazy to me because Fox News pushing this whole agenda of like, oh, vaccines X, Y, Z. You know, every person in the, that has walked into that building in the past three months is fucking vaccinated. Oh, Tucker Carlson, Tommy Lauren, whoever fucking name is. They're all vaccinated. Yeah. And it's so funny how slowly you're seeing all of them sort of like change their tune I, I and know. be like, oh, you should get vaccinated. And more and more science. Republican politicians are saying like, oh, it's time we got vaccinated and everything. It's kind of just like, oh, man, how bad are your polling numbers? Honestly, like, it's, it's just crazy to me. And I, I just am so sickened by all of them. So you know, that's my feeling. You know who would not Eric Clapton is, who would not fight about the vaccination rules who at would? their concert? Oh. The Whitney Houston hologram. That's true. Now, that, that hologram, hologram is hologram coming up. No fight until the they're rights. on The Surreal Life. <laughs> and then <laughs> they will fight with everyone. I can't wait for it. Um, there's other news. I'm trying to think if there's anything I really want to talk about because we're at 30 minutes. That could be enough. I mean, <laughs> Prince Harry's writing a memoir. I saw that. I saw that. Okay. I think that's nice. Sure. I root for him after that interview with Oprah. You know, he seems to, you know, be wanting to open and, you know, have an honest and captivating personal portrait in his memoir. And I feel like it's going to sell like fucking gangbusters. Like, Mm. I feel like if this boy is no longer being, you know, funded by the British people or his family or whatever it is, he's going to be making a lot of money. Yeah. You know, with this Apple TV, you know, connection he has. And then now with this book that everyone's going to want to buy and read because 
Got to find out who that racist was who talked about their future child. He's not going to reveal who it was in that memoir. I guess, Get we'll, out of here. I guess we'll see when we buy it and read oh, it. Oh, you're going to buy it? I don't know. I'll read about it. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I don't know if this is a memoir that will go like in our coffee table where we have the Mariah memoir and the Hillary Clinton memoir. No, I it don't It might think, not go in there. It's not, I mean, he's a man, so he's can't. he doesn't belong. No, he doesn't belong <laughs> in our living room. No, but I, I mean, I would read like an article that was like the top five revelations from Harry's Okay. That's like reading it, right? That's like journalism. Yeah. It's good to read the news. I feel like news is important. News is important, yeah. uh, Is there any other news that I might have missed this week that you wanted to talk about? I truly don't think so. All right. Well, great. Let's take a quick break and we'll be back with more 2K Maths, the podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back. We are back. It's and, true. And you know, I got to go to bed soon, but it's good that we didn't get any new emails. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get any emails this week because we can go right to the end. Yes. We can hop right to the ends, and I can just hop right in bed. All we'll right. Shower first and then bed. Okay, great. Nighttime shower. Night. Well, you know, I'm always a morning shower. I was going to say. You know how I'm not a morning person but I guess until you, I get my shower. If you have to get up so early tomorrow, you'd rather shower tonight than wake up earlier. No, I'm just- still going to shower in the morning as well. I'm going to shower tonight and then shower in the morning as well. Because I have to shower in the morning, no matter what. Well, why are you showering tonight, then? So I can uh, wash the crap out of my hair that they put in. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's, that's too many showers, but we can go on. I don't <laughs> want that, that crap in the pillowcase right. when I put my but hair down. But then you don't have to shower in the morning, then. Yes, I absolutely do. Because when I sleep on my hair, then it gets all messed up and oh. everything. I ha- I need to shower in order for my hair to You can't even good. just, like, wet the hair? No. Well, I guess I... Could but like if I'm gonna get my hair wet, I might as well just hop in the shower and okay. like wake my body up. Okay. Yeah. All right. What's been giving you moments? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I already said it on here, and it's yeah. very simple. Like I have watched that little Nas X video. Oh. Oh. I pulled a Matt Steele. Yeah, Matt Palmer got so excited he yanked that microphone down. <laughs> I did. I have watched that little Nas X music video so many fucking times. Exactly. Because it is. So much fucking fun. Yes. I am just thrilled that we are at a point in culture and history where the gays can just release something fun and stupid right. and slutty and gay as fuck. It's like it doesn't have to mean anything. It doesn't no. have to be sad. No one no. has to die at the end. No. Like, we don't have to be sentimental. No. We can just fucking twerk in a prison. And it's just so stupid. But wouldn't you rather Timothy Chalamet looking sad into a fireplace at the end for 45 <laughs> minutes? I mean, you know, I love nothing more than just a real depressing drama yes. like that. But we have a world where we can, that is filled with art and it can run the gamut. Mm. Both ends of the spectrum are important. It's true. And this music video is what gave me my moment this week. Hey, I understand. The men in the pink just shaking their asses. And it looked so good when they're all in that group and that fucking helicopter drone (laughs) shot, however they got that shot done. It looks so good. They look so good. I I, I guarantee you all of these dancers were just these little gay boys 
who were just were always told, oh, in order to have a successful dancing career, you need to butch it up. Right. Because Laura knows in musical theater land, we were being told the same thing. In musical theater? Oh, yes. The male dancers in musical theater. Well, the male like performers in musical theater in general were very much. It was very much like a like a butch it up. You have to butch it up. You have to butch it up. But also be yourself. (laughs) It's just musical theater training is just devastating. But like. I assume it was similar with these dancers who were amazing dancers who yeah. were probably told so often, like, you're too effeminate, you're too effeminate, you have to butch it up and everything. And he, like, in these videos, they can just be their fucking selves it's and stunning. be so fucking great and be cool. And, like, this straight boy was the sidekick to this, yeah. like, gay boy shaking his ass. Yes. Like, you've never seen that dynamic. No. And the straight, and both of them were just. The coolest people And I wanted to go to jail with them It's also just like I feel like Lil Nas X Always highlights And outside of Bruno Mars How little every male artist is doing Yes You watch other videos By male pop stars And you're like What the fuck is this (laughs) You're doing literally nothing Yeah You're literally just trying to be cool Right And like people are loving it And like sure Sometimes it works but, but it's just so lazy next to what he's doing. Yes. Everything is a story. Everything is a concept. Everything is a dance sequence. And he's like, am I the best dancer? No. No. But I'm giving you guys choreography. But he's giving it. Like he's he giving is, it. He is making it look good, even though like he's, as you said, he's not a crazy dancer. No, he's, he's not, not Normani. a crazy singer. Like, but he just knows how to make it look good because he was... A stan on Twitter. Yes. He and knows he's how to get like, people talking. This is what we want. It's like the this season of Big Brother, they cast so many super fans. Yeah. And you can tell because like they're playing really smartly. I just wish they would fight a little more. <laughs> I'm just worried that they're not gonna fight enough. But but still, they like game wise, they are giving me what I want in a Big Brother season. And Lil Nas X is giving us what we want in a gay ass music video absolutely and he's capitalizing on just the scandals that happened a month ago two months ago and right. everything around him and he's like i'm gonna give a response to this yeah. to get you talking even more and all of it is going to be um, everything is going to be promoting my music everything that's going to get you talking is going to be about my music yeah like i have, of course have responses to all the shit that gets said to me and you'll see it on my next video yes see you there and it's not even so much of like an I love how it's not like an angry fuck you type thing. Like, oh, the haters or whatever. It's just like, this is fucking stupid. This is fun. This is pop music, guys. We are having fucking fun. The black gay pop star we need. And nothing will silence me. No. Like, the more you talk about me, I'm just going to get even louder and more ridiculous. I need more chorus boys. Put them in pink jumpsuits. Can't wait. Can't wait for the next video. I know. <laughs> Can't I, wait for the next video. Maybe, do you think he'll ever do like a visual album? I mean, he should. He's. Yeah. I mean, he's the Gaga right now, video wise. Yeah. I would love to see it. Um. Well, speaking of black gay men, there is a uh, memoir and I guess collection of essays by uh, a writer named R. Eric Thomas that I'm currently reading entitled Here For It. And I just... Really love reading it. I am not done with it yet, but everything so far is just like so beautifully written and so fun and funny. And, you know, he talks a lot about his experience growing up in like uh, a, a poorer town, but going to a private school with a bunch of white people and um, being, you know, raised very Christian and, uh, and very, you know, thinking he was straight until going to college and being mm-hmm. like, wait, 
wait, wait, <laughs> wait. Uh. And it's just really great. I'm loving it so far, and I think everyone should check it out. And on top of that, I there is a cl- and the thing is, we all know I've never been a Real Housewives of Orange County person. I'm like, okay. they're all too blonde. They're not rich enough. They all look the same. <laughs> they're just not like, rich they're enough. Not, they're not. <laughs> but I was so excited that Heather DeBro was coming back on the show. And I was like, why am I so excited about this woman who I've never really seen in action? And I saw a scene that was kind of going back around because Heather DeBro was coming back in which she just kind of chastised this woman named Shannon Bedore. And she's just standing there and she's like, you know what? We're done. My children are sleeping. Please leave. <laughs> and just kind of like escorts her out of her house in the middle of an argument. And I'm just like, I have to watch the entire season leading up to that moment <laughs> because I have to see what the stakes are. Cause just the like 30 second clip of it. I'm like, love it. I'm Is so she enthralled. that like silent? Oh, she's, she's, the kids are sleeping. she's so dramatic. She is an actress and it's all like, and literally most of her storylines are like, so I got called in to be a, you know, a, an actor on Hawaii Five-0. And so I have to leave the kids to go to Hawaii to shoot this guest spot. And like, I'm going to be like hosting Good Day LA. It's all like B-list <laughs> actor shit. Well, you know, like her biggest gig is being a housewife oh, in Real Housewives of Orange County. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But she still gets gigs and then the gigs yeah. are a part of the storyline. And so I, and everyone hates her because they're like, you just think you're, you condescend to us all the time. You think you're better than us because you have so much money because her husband's a plastic surgeon as well. And, mm. you know, I guess these recurring guest spots do do well for her. Uh, and I just going back to like a random season of Housewives, because the thing is, you and I are both very much completists. We like to watch the whole thing from the start to finish. Yes. But I'm getting a lot of joy out of season nine of Real Housewives of Orange County. I don't know any of the people. I know them all peripherally. I'm getting to know them all through this one season. And I'm just like texting my friend Janie. I'm like, Tamara's son is on steroids? <laughs> I'm just like... <laughs> And like Vicky's daughter's moving to Oklahoma. And, What's up with that husband? And Janie's probably just like, why are you suddenly literally the housewives of Orange County? She, her response was, how did you get here? <laughs> and I'm just like, I saw the scene. That scene with Shannon and Heather Rowe. I just can't get out. It plays in a loop in my head. Mm. We are done. Please leave. It's, <laughs> I can't believe that they're on only on season nine of Real Housewives of oh, Orange County. That, wasn't that like the first oh, one? Oh, this isn't recent. This was probably... In oh. 2013, like I'm going back. Oh, so this isn't a recent. No. This was just something that no. you had stumbled upon. I was like from I, history. Yes, this is historical. Wow. This was Shannon Bedore's first season. I think she's been on eight, seven, eight years now. Wow. Yes, I'm like I'm going back. So you're really like making the concerned effort to like not even like be up with the times, with not be up with the times, but also see what this with... one argument is yes. about. Yes, and I'm still not sure. I'm like eight episodes in. I'm like I don't know. <laughs> I can tell they don't like each other. I can tell Shannon thinks she's condescending. Also, it's funny watching it back and like knowing what happens because Shannon Bedore, uh, her husband cheats on her at a point and they try to get back together. And they have a scene that I've seen a clip of in which she lies down on the floor with a fake grave behind her. And then her husband who cheated on her has to like talk through about like why he loved her so much. Basically (laughs) eulogize her while she's like lying there in a grave. I'm like, I'm excited to get to that point. But also... So often you see these relationships on the show, like couples don't make it last and like they get divorced and stuff. But usually like it starts out pretty good and then it goes downhill and then they get divorced. They open and I'm like, you two hate each other. Fabulous. It's just, it's shocking. It's like, why would you put this on television? Like your children are going to watch this. 
You, and so are you. And so am I. <laughs> and so and I'll maybe it'll take me six or seven years to get around to it, but I'll watch. And like I know she has weight struggles, and right now she's so thin, and I'm like, Shannon. <laughs> I just that's just a lot. I just know where it's all going for her and for all the ladies. And Heather Bro is kind of a monster, but like every fight she has is so ridiculous that it's like this is the perfect housewife's fodder. It's like she's in a fight with another housewife because the other housewife runs a fitness company called Cut Fitness, and she, when co-hosting Good Out Day LA, did a story on Orange Theory. Her competitor. Okay. How dare you? How d- and sh- this becomes a problem because Heather DeBro invites her to come on the show and talk about cut fitness, and she's like, "This reminds me of six months ago when you were on the show and you interviewed Orange Theory, and I'm really mad you did that." Okay. <laughs> I think it's so beautiful how you like. Ever since I've known you, you've yeah. always been like, "I don't like our Real Housewives of OC. I, I don't, don't like Real Housewives of Orange." I Shop. don't. Like you were very anti it. And I think it's beautiful that you're like suddenly like giving it a bit of a chance. I think every franchise has its good and bad seasons. I bet the beginning of the show is the reason I've probably tried to watch it from the beginning and it's been so hard. It's like the beginning, especially of that show, they had no idea what any of these shows were. It's like mm-hmm. the reason the beginning of Beverly Hills is so good is because they'd kind of perfected of like what Housewives is. Mm-hmm. It was so fly on the wall at the beginning. It was just like people like in their kitchens and being like, oh, you're just like, what is this? It's like, what is this? Yeah. It's like the first Big Brother, I assume. Oh, like, my no one. God, what that was is 70 episodes of nothing. Exactly. <laughs> but and I watched that whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> but it's nice to start in the middle. It's like, now you know. Now everyone knows what they're doing here. Oh, I don't know. I like starting in the beginning. It's nice, but it's nice when they know what they're doing. <laughs> it's nice. And it's nice because Shannon's, I'm coming in right with Shannon. We're at the okay. starting at the same place. I get to meet condescending Heather DeBro, talk about Hawaii Five-0, and uh, Malibu Country comes up a lot. So you're not show. really like starting to learn about Real Housewives of OC. You're no. just starting with Shannon. You're Shannon. Starting to, you're starting on your Shannon My journey. North Stars for this series are Shannon and Heather. Okay. And that's what I'm getting. So. Right. Sometimes you just need a little bit. You do. Not, not the whole the whole orange. Mm-mm, you don't. Just a, just a slice. You're just getting a slice. Just a of, slice of orange. <laughs> slice of orange. <laughs> that should be my Real Housewives of OC podcast title. <laughs> just a, a yeah, about like orange. the two seasons. Exactly. That you're gonna watch. I watched these two seasons in a podcast. <laughs> Sounds like a great podcast. <laughs> people are gonna love it. I mean, even if it's just about two seasons, I'm sure there are people out I there mean, who would love to listen to it. Absolutely. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Um. Well, I think that's it for me. Is there anything else you want to tell the people before we sign off for today? We'll sign off before I. Get in the shower and go to bed and just wake up and get in the shower. Yes, again. begin your two shower journey. Yes. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We love you. And we'll be back next week with more Two Game Mats, the podcast. And separate coasts. Yes, separate coasts and great mics. And great mics. And great mics. On both coasts. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.